Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, where we take a look at what's going on in technology news and offer our insights and opinions, hopefully some of them useful. I'm Ken Mingus, Executive Editor at Computer World. I'm here with Windows guru Preston Grala. We're here to talk about the upcoming uh, update to Windows 10. Stick around. Okay, so Preston, thanks for, for being here in the studio. Um, Windows 10, you know, it's uh, if it's fall or if it's spring, it's time for a new update. Right. And given the problems that happened last fall with the uh, botched rollout of uh, Windows 10 1809, I thought it'd be good to talk to you a little bit about uh, what's coming with Windows 10 1903. I guess that's what it's going to be. Right. Maybe actually 04 by the time it gets here, <laughs> but that's okay. True. That is the mm-hmm. uh, that's the name. Um, and and try to get a sense. You know, we we've talked in the past about how with Microsoft moving to Windows as a service, things are changing in terms of like you know what people can expect with with each rollout. So, um, I guess most basic question: uh, any big changes in 1903 that we should know about? Uh, word word answer: No. No. Okay, and answer, we're done. Really. And it's thank over. you for coming yeah. in. And <laughs> yeah. that's it. Pretty much same as it ever was, okay. and will be that way in the future. There's a couple of small things and a couple of things underneath the hood that are actually pretty interesting. Okay. So uh, the thing you'll notice most is they've now separated Cortana and Search. Okay. So right now, if you type in a search, it actually is talking to Cortana. Now, if you want to talk to Cortana, you talk to Cortana. If you want to do a search, you type in a search. Okay. And what was the rationale for doing that? I would think that they'd want to would want to merge those and actually go with more voice activation and, and voice search. That seems to be where things are going. Yeah, I have a couple of thoughts about that. Number one is the search is now cleaner. So if you're just doing a search and you don't care about Cortana, the interface is cleaner. Okay. Um, the other thing is I believe that Microsoft is essentially giving up in the digital assistant war. Okay. Not giving up for its use of digital assistants in its technology, giving up to try to make it a standalone product, the way Alexa is embedded everywhere, Google is trying to embed its assistant with everywhere. Siri. Apple with Siri. I think Microsoft realized it's done, it's over, don't bother, they're not going to win. Do, so wait, when you say it's done, it's over, so you, your, your take is that Microsoft is thinking that this whole voice assistant thing is not going to work out for anyone, or it just it's not an area that Microsoft wants to devote resources and development? It's going to devote resources to it, but underneath the hood. Okay. I think it recognizes it's not going to make it. It tried it publicly. Yeah. Nobody wanted to work with them. <laughs> they had one single smart speaker and nobody bought it. Okay. And so I think they realized, you know, it's we're not why spend the money? Why spend the time? We have a good business plan. We're doing things well. So they're going to embed it underneath things. For example, in okay. Office now, increasingly Office is using AI and I'm seeing a lot of the like a lot of the uh, right. Office suites and collaboration software suites are doing the same thing. That's where you're going to see a Cortana. You're going to see Cortana embedded everywhere through Microsoft products, but it's not going to be a standalone thing where you say, "Hey Cortana, what time is it?" Right. Okay. All right, so Cortana and, so, and Search have been separated in Windows right. 10. Then a couple of cosmetic things. There is a new um, light theme, and so it's sort of airier looking. Um, easier ways uh, to use biometric ways to get into Windows okay. uh, with fingerprint, face recognition, those kinds of things. Um, but, you know, uh, Snip and Sketch, which is a clipping tool, has been made nicer and easier to use, but there's really nothing big that you see. There was one big thing that it tried two upgrades ago, didn't work out. Tried one upgrade ago, last time didn't work out. Something called sets, which is um, 
basically allows you to create multi-tab documents. And so each tab could have its own application in it, Word in one document, Excel in, in one tab, Excel in another okay. tab, PowerPoint in another, a website in Running another. in parallel, each of these things running yeah. in parallel and accessible through the tab. And it would be really nice. So let's say you, you were doing a budget. Okay, well, you know you're going to do a budget. You need Excel to model it. Yep. You need Word to create the long document that could send to people. Then you need PowerPoint for the shorter presentation. Instead of fiddling around running all these applications, you would do it in one window. But it was not to be. I'm not sure it'll ever <laughs> to be. Uh, they're having problems with just getting the upgrades out the door, much less something big like that. I'm not, I'm not convinced they're ever going to do that. Right. Understood. One, one of the things that I had seen recently, and this sort of ties back to the issues that had come up with, with, with 1809, uh, for those who may not remember, that was the version of Windows 10 last fall that when they rolled it out, uh, they quickly found a, a bug that was deleting data, which is something you don't want to see. And they pulled it back for, I guess, a couple, two or three months, wasn't it? It was yeah, really you December. thought it was going to be there, then it wasn't. It was yeah. going to be there, it wasn't. Yeah, it was bad. And then it finally rolled out, which means it's sort of a truncated um, timeline between right. people who, you know, probably just recently got 1809, and here we are thinking that, you know, 1903 will be out soon. Anyway, one of the things that I had seen was that Microsoft was trying, I think Greg Kaiser may have written about this for us at Computer World, um, in terms of like if a if an installation goes bad, that Microsoft you know can roll back, uh, or you or Microsoft would roll back to an earlier version, and I think that's been there before, but they were doing it so that the system wouldn't keep pinging your computer to try to install the still bad update for mm -hmm. a longer period of time. Is that am I getting that correctly? I think that's right, but I don't see it. It's not a dramatic change or anything. I don't see it in the new one. I don't okay. see a – it's not being specifically called out by Microsoft in any of its okay. releases. Okay, so it may be something that they're doing, but that just right. may be a change in process rather right. than something Could specific. Be. Right, right. Now, under the hood, there are a couple of, two nice, uh, couple of nice things. Okay. One is – this is a little bit techy, but one is Start Now gets its own process instead of being wrapped up with others. Okay. And Microsoft says this will do two things. Number one, Start will run – Faster. More quickly. It'll yeah. run faster and it'll be more stable. Okay. So that should be nice. Then the other thing, and this one is only for enterprise pro and education users, something called Windows Sandbox. So you create a virtual machine and so you can go to websites that normally you might be worried about or scared of. Yeah. You can run applications that are kind of dicey maybe. Run it in there. It's completely separated from the rest of the operating system. Test it out there. If it's bad, don't worry about it. Just close it down. doesn't infect the operating system. If you find out the thing you wanted to run is good, now you're fine. Go ahead and use it. Is that something – I can see how that would be useful, but it's also something that you wouldn't know to do unless you had some suspicions about a site or an app or something like that, right? The system won't do that automatically for you. No, although what does happen with most browsers, including yeah. Edge, is that when you go to a site that is dicey, you usually get a notification. Right that there's a problem here. So uh, presumably what would happen is at that point, if you really want to go to it, instead of saying, ah, should I do it, should I not, maybe it's a problem, never not, well, run Windows Sandbox and then go to it. And then you should be safe, right. at least to try it out. Right, exactly. It's, it's interesting, too. We have a story up today about, uh, I guess, Microsoft has um, pushed out a couple of add-ons for Chrome and Firefox that are designed to sort of more closely tie them to Application Guard. Oh, it's yes. something that, uh, it, you know, I guess there was some reports about it last week, and there were some, I think, incorrect reports that Microsoft had sort of pulled them all together. It, it's really just an add-on for Chrome and for Firefox. So if you get to a website that gives you one of those weird warnings or is, is not whitelisted, 
Uh, it'll redirect the site to Application Guard in Edge to check the site. It sounds very kludgy. <laughs> well, it is, but Microsoft is giving up on the right. Edge rendering Bingo. and all that stuff, and it's going to you Chrome. know open source Chrome. So. Yeah. Basically, it really wrote it for itself, ultimately, right? Because you're just going to take that same add-on and, and include exactly. it. Exactly. I think this is just an early sort of yes. move in that direction. Test it out on other browsers first. Do we have any idea when, when the new Edge, the Chrome-based Edge, will appear? Maybe I in the fall? I don't know. I, there have been some people wondering whether it will be with the next Windows upgrade, but then I've heard other people say don't even think it's going to come till 2020. So Okay. Uh, and I haven't seen any... You know, there's a skip ahead so that you could right. test the next version. There's yeah. been nothing in that skip ahead about it. Okay. That I know. So I, Skip ahead now, would that be for the fall update or would that be for next spring's update? That'll be for the fall update. At this point. That, that okay. happened a, a little while ago. As soon as this upgrade gets released, then the, skip you know, ahead becomes skip ahead, early 2020. Ahead. Yeah. Okay, got it. So um, any other features you can think of that uh, people should be aware of or companies should be aware of? You know, nothing, I want to get to the larger picture in a second. Yeah, but. nothing big. If you install Windows 10 on a new machine, there's kind of a nicer start menu. You can't actually go to it via the upgrade, but that's pretty much it. Okay, okay. Well, you know, to, to the larger point, we were talking a little bit before uh, we started filming that, you know, with Windows as a service now, um, the the era, and you've written about this, the era of big, impressive, uh, you know, sweeping changes in the operating system, are, that era is pretty much done. It is done, and it's done because for desktops and laptops, operating systems really don't matter. When was the last time you even installed an application on your operating system? It's all the web. It's all web applications. Yeah. It's all web content. And so what's in it for Microsoft? There's no money in it. You're going to spend all this money and all your development time and all the mind share throughout the rest of the corporation. Um, you're also not going to be able to build a new feature so spectacular that you're going to get somebody who uses a Mac saying, no, nah, I don't want the Mac anymore. Now I'm going to go to Windows. It's right. just not going to happen. And so they've just recognized that. And their whole business plan now is Microsoft is a cloud company. Yeah. That's it. It's a cloud company. Um, Office 365, which is you know integrated with the cloud, that's what they're pushing. There's more money in it that way because it's a subscription They love service. those subscriptions, baby. That's yeah, right. that money you know, just keeps rolling in exactly once you set it right. up. It's all about the cloud. And... Nadella took over, and that's what he did. It, you, you know, under the old guys, Bomber and Gates, it was Windows as a battering ram. He mm. saw that was the past, not the future. And Microsoft financially has done spectacularly. It's now every once in a while it becomes yeah. the most valuable company in the world. Like so it, it used to be years ago. Right. So it has sort of found its sea legs. Yes. I, you know, I do wonder, and I'm sure this is going to be a perennial problem with the Windows as a service thing, um, the, 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 the timeline for developing the big sweeping, you know, apps or changes is so compressed now. I mean, if you've got to have a new version every six months, and that's going to be evolving. So even if, let's say, you wanted to do something next year, the, the, the code base that's going to be there a year from now may not look you know, quite like it does now, and so you've got to plan for something you can't really plan for if you want to do something big. Except I don't think they're ever going to do something big. Okay. I think the windows you see today is the windows you'll see tomorrow and next year and the year after. There'll be things, changes yeah. around the edges, but this is it. It's no longer like, let's spend hundreds of million dollars to 
get people to convince, convince people they need to go to Windows 7. Let's, you know, they're no longer going to take the Rolling Stones and license, you know, music from right. the Rolling Stones yeah. and start ah, me up. the glory days. Thing, I remember right? that well, yeah. yeah. That, start it, me up, baby. Right, yeah. that's exactly right. Yeah. All that stuff is gone. Yeah. Why spend the money? Why spend the time when the money is elsewhere? And the computing world has moved on. It's all about cloud-based mobile stuff, and cloud. mobile and cloud, that's it. It's not about the desktop. Op- and like I said, Satya Nadella, they needed to get rid of the old guys and needed somebody with a new vision, and Microsoft has really done a spectacular job. So not seeing something big and new in Windows is not a bad thing for Microsoft. It's part of the plan. It's, it's as you say, the, you know, as, as they say, a feature, not a bug. It's right. interesting because it makes Windows as a service sound more like Windows as a utility. It's just kind of <laughs> there. It, you know, you turn on the lights and the, the power's up and it, it goes. Is. It is, you know, so they'll make some money from being plumbers. You know what I mean? You know, Plumbers do very well. That's what are you exactly talking about? Right. You can't find them, right? So, yeah, right. You know, so, you know, for consumers, for enterprises, for everybody, they're still making a ton of money at Windows. They don't need to spend as much money now on Windows because yeah. they don't need to come up with new features. And meanwhile, they're using that as the base for launching their cloud service. Right. And I think you've made the point, too, and, you know, I should, I should just reiterate this. The trade-off is, theoretically, more stability. Right. Oh, as, as this continues to evolve and, and you know, and, and bugs are squashed and, you know, there have been some issues along the way with some of the monthly patches and things. But in general, Windows 10 should be should be gaining stability as the years go by. Right. You know, there's very few um, jokes about blue screens of death anymore. Yeah, true. Used to be all the time. You know, there's there's fewer jokes about them. Now, it's still not as stable as a Mac and it's still not as kind of as much a unified experience as Mac, because Apple, of course, owns the hardware and the right. software, and that's easier to do. But it's it's getting there. It's actually pretty stable, getting more secure. You know, when you when you read about all the security issues, it tends to be in older versions of Windows rather mm-hmm. than Windows 10. There's still problems, but it's not nearly as bad as it used to be. Got it. Okay. One more prediction since we're, you know, looking at uh, the end of support for Windows 7 coming up in January. Any sense whether or not uh, reticence from companies or even individual users to move to Windows 10, do you think that they're going to get the message as we get through the year that it's time to upgrade, or you think there's going to be a lot of holdouts that just don't want to do Windows as a service? There'll be certainly holdouts. And in addition to that, I think a lot is going to depend on how does this rollout go. I mean, people have seen the last rollout, right. as you talked about. They do need to get a smooth rollout under the belt before people will be ready to jump. Exactly. So I think they need to get maybe even more than one or two smooth rollouts that people could just say, yeah, just install it, it updates itself. I don't need to think about it anymore. Yep. Okay, good. Uh, any final advice for people who are ready to, to upgrade to, to 1903? Should they wait a little while when, the, when they first get the ping, or should they just go for it? Uh, you know, I maybe it's just me. I usually let it go. Most people say wait. And yeah. actually, that does bring up one more thing, which is that in home now, you will be able to delay the upgrade more easily. Okay. So um, if That's you important. If you're it, a little yes. nervous about this, right. you, you know what happened last fall, you want right. to hold off a little bit. Right. So, you know, look, I write about this stuff for a living, so I even get it before the upgrade, right? right. But, yeah, for most people, and certainly for enterprises who want to test it out first, um, there, it would probably be a good idea to wait a bit, at least a few weeks or maybe a month to see what happens. Okay. Do we have any idea when? Sometime in April? First week? Second week? Probably a Tuesday? Uh, yeah, probably a Tuesday. I've been surprised the builds within the last two weeks, there have been pretty much no new features introduced. But Microsoft usually 
says this is it. There are no new features. Right. They haven't announced it yet, but okay. almost all, it's a very, very minor update. So I wouldn't be surprised to see it sooner rather than later. All right. Cool. All right. We'll hold you to that. Then. Yeah. Uh-oh. All right. <laughs> all right. So there you have it. Windows 10 spring update. Is I guess April update? Do we know what it's called? Uh, my guess is it's going to be April 2019 April update. Another, I think, you know, another fabulous name. Exactly. All right. It's coming to a Windows 10 computer near you. Um, Preston, thanks a lot for the info. I think I've got a pretty good beat on things now. Thanks for having me. For now, that's a wrap.